What's up, folks? You are tuned into the failing frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. We like talking about Star Trek. We do indeed. And what are we talking about this week? Oh, oh, we got some. Uh, we got we got a few bits of Star Trek. We got some. We got some fuck ups. Uh, we got a glow up. Uh, and then we're going to be talking about this week's episode of Star Trek Lower Decks. Larry Niven's Ringworld. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much in the, what is it, in the bosom of Vexalon or something like that. Yeah, in, in someone's bosom. Yeah. I'm all about the bosom. Uh, could be, oh no, I can think of a few worse places to be. But before we, we start on any of that, how are we doing? How are you doing oh. in particular? Mate, I'm amazing. I, You're amazing. I am loving fatherhood so far. So far. Um, so far. I have a little daughter. Um, little peanut, as, as we've been calling her. Because, um, you know, when, when, we first, when we first found out that, that we were having a little kid, um, she, was, she was the size of a peanut. Um, that's not a real name, but I think it's, a, it's wise to not. You know, it's probably good not to pass out kids' names yeah, online and stuff right? like that. Yeah, you know, Peanut Peanut's um, a good enough name for, for Peanut's online. a good enough name. Yeah, uh, yeah she was born uh, at at like quarter to three in the morning on on Saturday, the 9th of September. Yeah. Um, and, and today I, I looked it up to see who who she shares birthday with, mm-hmm. uh, and and she, guess who she shares a birthday with. Two, two people of note. Um, let me get his name if up. It's, if it's William Shatner, I'm going to go mad. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, let me get his name up because there's, there's two people of note, like I said. Uh... Okay, so... One, or oh, whatever his buddy name is, is the voice of Armis. Okay, yeah. Um, and the second one, like, made, gave, made me pause. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Jeffrey Coombs. Ooh. So Pino shares a, a birthday with Jeffrey Coombs, which made me immediately suspicious of Pino. I mean, are we sure she's not just Jeffrey Coombs in disguise? How do Acting? we know? He's a very How good actor. How do we know so. that you are not Jeffrey Coombs, little baby? Yeah. I mean, Peanuts. that would be... <laughs> or Jeffrey Coombs as Peanuts. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's all all good in the hood. Uh, Mama's is fine. Papa's is great. Uh, yeah. Peanut is just a squishy little potato. Mm-hmm. Um I love it uh, when you poke that real soft spot of the. Oh, you know, head, oh no, don't! You know. I've got, I've got such a like. I'm like, honestly, je, my my partner's like, she's not made of glass. Mm. She's she's fine. I'm like, um, <sighs> you know, I, I'm like, what if I don't know my own strength? And then my partner's just like, I could, I could beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. But like, yeah, I am like, I'm, I'm getting a bit better because I was like, it's. I don't think she's made of glass, but sometimes mm. I do think that she's just made of like, really dense, like foam, mm. <laughs> like where I could just like, pass through her. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, how, how about you, man? How was you? You had you had fun last week. I had fun. I was I was man alone, um, talking direct to the audience rather than yourself for for fifty minutes, really, um, and I only went slightly stir crazy. So I think that that's you know pretty good form, pretty yeah. good form. I, I was you know hoping it was going to be a nice uh, short show because you know obviously one person's opinions are quicker than two persons' opinions and stuff like that. And, you know, there's oh, less rapport when it's you by yourself. And then it was that double episode and short treks and um, track day and stuff like that. It just um, 
just kept going on. <laughs> just to mess with you. Yeah. Oof. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was at... Um, the next day, I went to see um, Undiscovered Country, First Contact, and 09 in the cinema. Um, oh, which is cool. always fantastic. Yeah. That was very cool. Was great. How was yeah. Undiscovered Country it, like oh, on the, the big screen? The best. You know, is it like restored? Uh, no, it didn't look like the restored copy to me. And it, was, it wasn't the version where it wasn't the director's cut, you know, where. Odo is underneath the Klingon mask at the end. Oh, yeah. Um, or, uh, you know, René... René Aubergeois. Uh, um Wasn't under the mask at the end. But it was it was really good and probably the best of the three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So, um, Sweet. How did those models look? How did those models look on the big screen? Oh, I, I, God. It, it's, it's one of my favourite favorite shots in Trek that um the Excelsior um you know peeling off at the end as the Enterprise goes and then starts flying into the sun. Uh, um and oof, big screen, lovely. Oof. Yeah man. God, I miss yeah. models. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't mean that in a creepy way. No. I mean you can certainly go online and um you know, hey, no models. man, I used to I used to I used to do modeling. I used to hang out with models. Let me tell you something. No. I do not miss models. No. But why male models? Models are the worst. <laughs> oh, but why male models? Um why ooh. Yeah. Oh fun, fun. Anyway. Male models are the, are even worse. Anyway, should we start talking about the actual, you know? Let's start. Let's start let's talking. Let's start attention. talking about Star Trek. Yeah. Um, what shall we start off with? Um, ah, I'll tell you what. Let's start off with my favorite story, just because it's so very silly, and it is, of course, uh, the return of our old nemesis, Paramount. Oh yeah, what have they done this time? Ah, well, um, on top of, you know, the the world's worst streaming service and poor logistical planning around certain tentpole celebrations. Is that the right word? Tentpole? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the word. Um, start fucking Jesus. I don't even know. I don't can't even say it. Paramount released Star Trek Picard season three on Blu-ray and DVD. I'm going to send you this link so you can see what I'm talking about uh, on Messenger. They released Star Trek Picard Season 3 on Blu-ray. And, you know, in the last episode where we see uh, the, the Enterprise D flying up to the camera. Yeah. Um, the That shot on the Blu-ray is the uh like sort of previs shot it's an earlier like okay test graphic um yeah. uh yeah they they released it with the wrong shot they, I mean, they released it with a with a with a production uh like clip it, it's not too much of a surprise though because you know as as this article says when episode uh, 10 came out there were people going like that version is different than the one I saw um, because there was, you know, it was a different version in the EU on Paramount Plus compared to on or on Amazon. It was a different version to Paramount Plus, um, depending on what region you were in. And people were like, what the? One's sort of classic, just flying towards the screen TNG style, and one of them's got more camera action. Yeah. Um, yeah. Classic, Honestly. classic. At least it wasn't like a full previs of just like, you know, a chalkboard with someone writing Enterprise D here and <laughs> flies towards the screen. You know. It's just, it's just, uh, oh God, what next? What next, eh? Yeah. 
Well, uh, I like the way this this article says that this isn't the first time that Star Trek Blu-rays have been affected by issues like this. Back in 2012, the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation required replacement of three Blu-ray discs because of audio errors and a missing VFX shot in Heart of Glory. Hmm. Eesh. The remastered Wrath of Khan Blu-ray needed a replacement in 2016 following an accidental repeated shot of a Starship view screen. I mean, that's fine. It's the 80s. Yeah. But, you know, with the remasters, they're done very cheap. And especially the TNG one, I know, they went back to the original film strip and had to do the effects again and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Or I think they did the effects again. So, yeah, they make mistakes. Someone should be checking them. God knows, but yeah. Yes, someone should. Mm. Someone should be checking something at Paramount Plus, but apparently that's just not a thing that that they can do. No, it's it's not a thing that they've ever been good at. Yeah. The yeah. one thing I'll give them, um, I, I I will say I prefer. We're obviously in the UK, and I I have Paramount Plus. And Lower Decks at the moment comes out the same day as it does in the US. Can you Crazy. imagine? You know, I it don't is believe you. Fucking shocking. Um, I think it's been taken off Amazon, which is a real ball ache for people who don't have Paramount Plus, um, like me most of the time. But same day. Wow. Imagine living on one globe and everyone gets stuff at the same time. Amazing. Yeah. Man, what is this? Communism? Yeah. Space communism? Is this luxury gay space communism or something? Yeah. Oh, man. It's so woke. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, gone yeah. all broke. Oh, yeah. Oh, so broke. Um, next, next load of fucking bullshit. Mike. Remember celebrity endorsements? I do. Um, Remember Kevin Bacon doing EE? -E? Oh, yeah. I was like, my mind went to Kevin Bacon doing E. Like, just doing like, E, just like, just munching. <laughs> do you like phones? Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what's another one? Oh, Gary Lineker. Walker's Crisps. Walker's Crisps. I don't even know if he does the Walker's Crisps anymore, you know. I haven't seen an advert for that long. Um, and he's paid enough already, so... Yeah, uh, well, uh, I, 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 I can't remember the last time Trek did one before... No, me either. Um, but joining the ranks of Gary Lineker and, and Kevin Bacon and, and Dave Batista doing Mortal Kombat... Not yeah. doing Mortal Kombat... But like, you know, yeah. advertising it. Um, Star Trek has partnered up with um, <clears throat> hip hop superstar Kid Cudi mm. uh, to collaborate on the uh, Boldly B project. They released a little teaser with Kid Cudi on the bridge of the um, of the of the reboot Enterprise. The, um, the one set that they've still got standing. The one <laughs> set that's still standing. Um, yeah. Do it like he looks really creepy. It's really weird. It's a really bizarre little clip. Yeah. He just stands up. He's like, stands up and does this to us. So the bizarre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he claims that he's uh, he's been a lifelong fan of Star Trek and he used to watch it with his dad, uh, much Maybe. like many of us. Um, yeah. Uh, StarTrek.com says the collaboration includes Kid Cudi's unique lens on music with an original song inspired by Star Trek, an interactive gaming component, and a bold fashion collaboration with Star Trek that will launch this October. Additional details will be announced at a later date. Uh, okay, so let's predict these. So um, what was it? Music first? Um, so what do you think that's going to be? Is he just going to mention Star Trek in one song? Just a song that he might mention in it, but the music video will be Star Trekky. Okay, yeah. He'll do it on that bridge set, maybe. Probably. Um, 
a gaming component. That song will be in Star Trek Online. Is <laughs> is what I'm saying for it. Because what else could it be? <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Literally, uh, what what else? You know, he's not going to be in Star Trek Infinite, or maybe he is. Maybe his picture is going to be like one of the um, generals or stuff like that. Um, because God knows, there's not many other Star Trek games going to be coming out soon. Um, uh, maybe it's going to be like a like um like a like a like a Temple Run type game. Yeah, uh, maybe something real cheap to produce. You know, yeah, something really cheap, like a, like, like Candy Crush. Yeah, like um, Triple Triple Crush. Star Trek timelines. Do you want to play as no. Kid Cudi? Have him on your ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of his, and, well, it's like cards kind of thing. So it's like, do you want Kid Cuddy's card? Yeah. You want the Kid Cuddy card? Kid Cuddy card. And clothing. Um, so I reckon that's a hoodie and a pair of shoes at most. Mm -hmm. Yep. T-shirts. T-shirts. Um, yeah. I reckon that might be uh, past them. <laughs> maybe. It's too adventurous uh, to do, really. Um, if anyone at Paramount is watching this and thinks, oh, shit, we can do a T-shirt, yeah. that is on you. Like, oh, my um, God, T-shirts, yes. Why I was wondering what this was. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Kid Cudi has done fashion. He's done a fashion before. I looked up Kid Cudi fashion, okay. and um, th his, his main uh, sort of contribution to the world of fashion appears to be this stripy shirt that everyone seems to love they're like he's completely revolutionized the world of stripy shirts wow oh what fun <laughs> see I, I i'm i won't be as down with it as the you know the kids or whatever let's say because i'm a crusty old man um when's the last time you heard of kid cuddy outside of this Day and night. Yeah. Um, he did that other tune with uh, Kanye that, that was meh, but the video was really cool, which I then looked up and I was like, oh, that's like a million years old now at this point as well. Was that... Because uh, I know Pursuit of Happiness as well, which is... Or I knew when I looked it up last week. <laughs> I think he was in something. Like I think he did an acting. He? he did an acting. Oh yeah, he was. He made Enter Galactic. Was he? Was he like in? Enter Galactic. Oh no, Enter Galactic. Oh no, that was a movie. I thought it was a film. All of his all of his albums oh. do have like space themed films. I was thinking of a film. Yeah, that, like look that looked spacey and animated. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Um, the one that's no. like in um, uh, Spider Verse uh, yeah. style animation. Yeah, that's it. A adult romantic comedy. I watched about ten oh, minutes it of it when it first came out. It was okay. It oh, was wildly an okay. Oh, it's a TV special. Yeah. How long is it? Uh, longer than ten minutes. Longer than when I ninety-two quit minutes. That's, that's 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 what they call a movie. Ninety-two minutes is a movie. Yeah, that's that's. It's yeah. Premiered on on Netflix. Yeah. Why is yeah, it called yeah. a TV spot? God, we're just going fast and loose with things nowadays. Yeah. That's a movie, guys. That's a movie, that's, yeah. That's fine. If you're going to no, call Red call Notice it... a movie and Grey Man a movie, call that a movie. Yeah. I mean, maybe if they called it a movie, they might have had to pay people more. Mm. We would have had to pay the animators more. True, true. That does factor into it nowadays. We would yeah. have called it a feature-length music video, but we would have had to pay them more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, good for you, Kid Cudi. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope I hope it's good. Do you remember years ago Adidas Originals did a collaboration with Star Wars? 
and there was fucking shitloads of oh man there was so much sweet friggin adidas original star wars gear out i always really wanted there was um there was a pair of uh high tops that mm. were designed after um princess leia's gold bikini okay they were sick Someone should really just do sandals that are designed after. Oh no, they had Yoda. They had like a soft, a Yoda-themed soft shoe. Okay. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Oh, fun. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get some cool gear out of that. Yeah, um, and hopefully, you know, it drags. You know, not necessarily. We're not the target market clearly because we don't know what the fuck Kid Cudi's doing with his life, but maybe there are people who are the target market hey hey i'm i'm cool i'm hip i'm down with the kids i know what you're a father I know what's now up. i know what's up you're at best um, a dilf <laughs> yeah mate i am i am i am i am i identify as a dilf i'm a tall <laughs> dilf um i friggin wait a minute um it's uh mid cap uh vibes do you know how much of a like um an old man finger is to just start quoting like words they know that are like hip words hip words i say <laughs> knowing in my yeah, head mate. Um, yeah mate. Um, uh, um okay boomer there we go yeah uh, but if October is too long to wait for um for for you to for you to update your fit. Mm. For for you to uh, um, I know. you're a young person. Uh, <laughs> um, last year, uh, Fluvog released a pair of um. You you can get the the boots from Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. And they're, they're very nice boots. They are um, grade A FMBs. Um, nice high tops. You know, love them riding boots. But if, if, you, if you're the kind of person that thinks, hmm, I'm not, I'm not so sure high tops are going to work for me. You know, they're a, they're a bit of a statement piece. Yeah. If you want to you wanna maybe get away with something a little bit, a little bit more low key, I've just sent you a link. Mm-hmm. Um, Fluvog is now releasing a low top cut version that that you know that are only about ankle high. Yeah. Uh, which are nice. They're nice boots. Mm -hmm. You know, they better they're, bloody they're, be um, real leather. I tell you that. They better be real leather, especially if you shell it out. So we got three hundred and thirty nine euros. I looked yeah. that up. That's three hundred and sixty dollars. How much is that in pounds sterling? In human pounds. That's ridiculous. I mean, cosplayers. Two hundred and ninety pounds. That's not too bad. Two ninety. Co cosplayers might get them. Like if if you um, aren't after a cheap cosplay, you're after a how screen accurate I'll even spend the world to get it. Maybe some yep. of those will get it, yep. but I don't see why you would. Just buy a normal pair of black boots and glue on a strip and an insignia on the back. I mean, Please if I could, if on. I had more money than sense, I probably mm. would get a pair of these. These would be my, I would wear these probably a lot, to be honest, really? just because they're Star Trekky, um, And I would get the high top versions um, and I would... I would wear those for special occasions. Marching around like a Nazi. <laughs> no. Um, just, you know, swaggering around like a space cowboy. Okay. Fair, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't be something I get. You know, I've got the occasional uh, leather boots. Um, but yeah, not one like that. And I won't have one like that. <laughs> Um, that price. geometric they're they're weirdly geometric mm, very square hey, um big toe people like people you know people are a lot more adventurous with fashion these days you know 
Yeah, same um, me. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for the news. Uh, I will. I'll, I'll briefly mention that there's going to be some pretty cool looking figurines, lower decks figurines mm -hmm. coming out. Um, they they look kind of sweet. They make me think that maybe lower decks yeah. would look good as a as a stop motion thing. Yeah. The, my only complaint on the figurines is, you know, there's one of Boimler, one of Mariner, and two of Badgie. And last time I looked at the Lower Decks credits, um, you know, of the four people in Lower Decks who are the main cast, two of them aren't Badgie. <laughs> <laughs> what? You would you don't remember when they did the Lower Decks Strange New Worlds crossover? We were like, yeah, it was cool to see Boimler and Mariner, but it would have been nice to get a little glimpse of good Badgie and evil Badgie. Yeah. It, it's it's maddening to me that, you know, how... And I've said it for a good season now. Um, Tendi and Rubford are just thrown to the side. You know, it's, it's very much the Boimler and Mariner show. <laughs> but you would have thought... You know, it's no extra effort or it's it's very cheap extra effort because you'll easily make the money back to make Rutherford and Tendy little models, little toys. But now, nah. be nice. Ridiculous. Yeah. Meh. Um, and uh, you mentioned uh, Star Trek Online earlier. There's uh, the second episode of the new story arcs out soon or it's out now. And uh, we've got get this mike um I saw it. he's working with captain ensign kim yeah. i mean you can tell it's fan fiction when um ensign kim is anything but an ensign i just didn't know it was written by ensign kim yeah <laughs> you know yeah captain ensign kim uh it's and i played the first level of it and just seeing this now, like, yeah, there's some other shit going on. There was Tholians in it. Now it looks like there's Borg. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. What can we do, eh? You know, just Star Trek Online is going to keep... Um, going to keep on keeping on. Keep going. And how, how yeah, old man. is it now? Um, it's it, like got to be 13 years old. Ouch. I think it came out 2010, maybe? Yeah. Ish. Yes. And, like, it, it is, like, flawed. <laughs> yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, like, it, it desperately needs to be shut down briefly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it desperately needs to be shut down uh, and, and upgraded. Anyway, yeah, yeah. should we go in and start talking about the episodes? Yeah, uh, of the week? yeah, yeah. Let's do the episode. Let's do the lower decks episode, and then like we can. Did you watch the very short trek? I did watch the very short trek. Yeah, we'll 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 squeeze through that at the end. Okay, cool. So um, the episode for this week is lower decks season four episode three in the cradle of Vexilon. Um, which is, uh, you know, there's a Mitchell and Webb sketch where, it, oh, hail Vectron. Um, yeah. It, that, that's all it reminds me of. Um, Non-spoilers, what did you think of the story? Yeah, it was good. It, like, I'll tell you what, it actually, like, Lower Decks is so often a, like, workplace sitcom, workplace mm. comedy sitcom with, like, um star trek themes this episode yeah. felt a bit more like a episode of star trek yeah you know um with with workplace comedy themes mm. you know yeah the, um, there's one half of the episode that's workplace comedy isn't there and then there's mm -hmm. yeah I, I thought it was um um on the okay side of good so you know that there's there's character building for two characters um in there one of them is part of the main cast one of them is a new addition or the the new addition mm -hmm. um i i don't think the half of the story with everyone else works as good 
Um, and, you know, it's them being separated again, which I always have a bee in my bonnet with. I don't think it's particularly funny an episode. You know, if you count the amount of chuckles you had, is it more than like two? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was better on the character development than it was on the funny side, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, do we have anything else in non-spoilers, or should we just keep um, plenty, through? plenty of references? So many references. Yeah. Yeah. Good. A good number, um, but. They're all shoved into the side plots, into the reference side plots that um, where, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I've got an opinion on, obviously. Um, yeah, uh, but the story itself. So, Bunless, it's Bunless' first mission as a lieutenant junior grade, swapping power terminal converters things on a ring world while Captain Freeman tries to fix some problems with the Ring's uh, computer AI. Boimler's worried about giving his ensigns orders and for their safety, so he's trying to do a four-person mission by himself um, in the guise of showing them how to do it right. When Freeman tries to perform a system update, she crashes the whole AI and the whole Ring world turns to shit. Tillin talks Boimler into using his team to finish off the job, which they do, but not without the power station exploding and momentarily killing Boimler. Dr. Ta'ana revives him and Ransom commends him for his first death as an officer. And on the Cerritos, the rest of the lower deckers are tasked with scanning every isolinear ship, isolinear chip on the ship whew, um, by hand, which they think is a hazing. Um, because of that, they decide to get back at the lieutenant that gave them the job and booby trap his quarters, uh, which they have to speedily undo when they realize that's not the case. Um, and as part of that, Rufford has to speed along, um, speed run the move along home game. The end. Yay! So, yeah. Yay! Yay! So yeah, uh, where, where, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Um, uh... Yeah, first off, uh, the, this this episode had two, I joked about at the start, it had two Larry Niven references. Mm. Uh, we, had a ring we, had, we had a ring world. We had a ring worm from the ring worm series. Mm -hmm. uh, and we had, we saw the return of, <clears throat> we uh, saw the return of Ensign Taylor, the Kazin. Okay, yeah. Oh, the cat good. that's not a Cation. I didn't um, even from him. Larry Niven's known space series, um, both of which are on my Audible wish list. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt they don't seem to do much in it for me, considering it's a a Dyson ring or a ring world or a halo or you know whatever you'd want to call it. They don't seem to do much with it for me. Um, mm. You know, for all we know, this ring world is connected to the Dyson Sphere in TNG uh, relics. Mm, yeah, ancient, ancient, ancient. It's old. Um, I think it's yeah. just. I think in terms of like scientific um, proposition, I think it's literally just. It's oh, also known as a von Braun wheel. I'm guessing he was a Nazi scientist. How close um, am I? I mean, uh, well, there is the Nazi scientist Victor von Braun, uh, yeah. uh, 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 which might have something to do with it. Um, yeah. And and I think, oh no, Werner Werner von Braun. That was it, Werner von Braun, yeah. um, who uh, yeah was a aerospace engineer for the Slash Nazi, Nazi party. Oh, there's a there's a picture of him with Fritz Tort. Um, great. Um, Werner von Braun, though, uh, you know, he um, he was part of Operation Paperclip. He so was useful to the Allies, yeah. He was used, he helped get us to the moon, so mm. uh, and he He's was in, in For All Mankind. 
He's he's on there. There, I don't think it's there anymore. I think they removed it. But for a while, you could go on Disney Plus and you could see Werner von Braun's Disney presentation on how a rocket works. Um, um, But the von Braun wheel was originally uh, proposed by Konstantin. Konstantin Tsiolkovsky. Um, but yeah, so Von Braun wheel. Um, mm. I love it. Uh, Larry Niven, yeah. the, the king of hard sci-fi. Yeah. Impenetrable sci-fi. King of... What is going on? Uh, yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, so yeah, that was like the first thing that really jumped out at me about this episode. Um the I second like... thing that jumped out was that we are back on a planet that is controlled by a computer. Yeah. I, I like how um, throughout the episode a good number of times it's, you know, Starfleet is checking that it is a benevol- benevolent computer. Um, yeah. <laughs> <they're> <laughs> like, and it's not subjugating anyone, is it? You know, yeah. it's, it's, um, oh, no, you've reset it to factory settings. Is it going to subjugate yeah, people and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're like, oh man, it's it's starting to lag, and I'm like, it could be worse. Yeah, it could be subjugating you. It could be controlled by just a long line of dead children. Yeah, it could be getting half of you to walk into um, suicide booths because it's decided that some of you need to die, mm-hmm. um, which I think was Landrow, Landu, Landrow um, from Tears. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And all the people on the planet are these um, fucking hippies, artists, and poets who have no idea how anything works. Yeah. And Including I, art, apparently. Yeah. I did like Ransom's uh, critique of um, yeah. the statues where they go, like, oh, even my art has suffered. And like, oh, they're, you know, what a clumsy form of expression. And they go, they're our finest pieces. These hey, others that's... failed. Yeah. That's art, though. Am I right? Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe maybe if they had a fucking urinal turned on its side. Ugh. Hey, maybe, fucking what is know. it? Tracy, uh, Tracy Elman, Tracy. Yeah. Like yeah, that. a tent, a tent filled with the names of all your lovers. Yeah, a dirty bedroom. I I could yeah. make this bedroom dirty. It wouldn't be a piece hey, of art. I saw that. I saw that at the Tate. And let me tell you something. Yeah. It was gross. Yeah. I've seen it uh, as well. And it, it's just it's just not good. It's just uh, bad. W- yeah, stack of like, Sometimes art is terrible. Mm. That it be. That it be. Yep. Um, yeah. But then we've got, I suppose, Freeman trying to fix it. Because apparently we learned she... Um, was a specialist in ancient computers of some sort. She she minored in ancient computers, so she wasn't really yeah. a specialist. Yeah. Uh, but she studied it while she was studying the thing that she was studying. Yeah. You know, that it's um. Oh gosh. Oh, I got cramp. Oh. Oh. Oh, I got monster cramp. Oh. I'm keeping this all in. Oh <laughs> man. I tell you what, my leg is on fire right now. Oh. I'm in so much pain. Why male models? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, I, uh, I, that's what I mean, like, what I quite liked about this episode was, like, it was, it was very much kind of like a, a, uh, a Star Trek episode, they go down to a planet, they're, they're dealing with some sci-fi shit, hmm. but then it's, it's like, it becomes kind of like a workplace shambles, you know, yeah. The boss like rolls their sleeve up. They're like, "I know how to computers. Mm. Uh, I I used to have, I used to own shares in IBM. I can <laughs> like a Nazi would. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, she starts rolling up a sleeve. She's like, "Yeah, we just need to fucking do this." And then it just the cascade of problems. Yeah. Um. That that come from her just not calling the IT guy down to do it. 
it is very relatable you know, for anyone who's tried to fix a computer really or install an update and it's like oh it's frozen well i'll just do this oh it's broken oh it's blue screen of death oh crap it's deleted yeah. everything and gone back to factory settings um mm -hmm. yeah very relatable stuff um at least but yeah, so so there's that side of the story and um, and all that with Ransom not really doing much there. Um, it's mainly a Freeman sort of job. Um, uh, and then, yeah, there's the Boimler one, which is the, the A plot easily, um, where it's... Him. Really? Yeah, it's got to be. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Well, it's the it's huh. the one with a message in it, and it's the one yeah. the episode is named after, and characters yeah. change throughout it. No one really changed. Well, I suppose people kind of change in the um, B plot. Um, yeah, the computer changed. The com no, the computer came back exactly like it was six million years ago, or whatever. No, oh, yeah, it's the same. <laughs> but yeah, but Boimler. And, you know, going, having a first mission and having these ensigns under him who were at the same rank as him last week, really. Um, and him not really trusting them or, or worried about their safety and stuff like that. And the, the part of that that worked for me was the Talin stuff. Um, you know, her coming up to him beforehand and saying, you know, oh, have you, have you concluded your confidence ritual? Yeah, um, love that. And you know, um, he's saying to her, you know, let's get some, let's start doing some science stuff. And it's like everything that has ever happened is science. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I I like that. I like that. Um, Talyn seems to like. She seems to be, you know, like a lot of Vulcans, you know, very much aware of the sort of. Um, you know, neurotic intricacies, mm. you know, the funny little foibles that, that humans have. Um, but she doesn't seem to have any judgments about them. Yeah. She's like, oh, he's doing that thing that humans do where they psych, where they talk to themselves to, to psych themselves mm. up. I have seen this. Even when she gives him, like, the pep talk and then he goes off and goes, I'm going to go and have to put you in danger. And she's just like, yep. that is not how I would phrase that. <laughs> or it's not no. how I would conclude, conclude not that. How I, not exactly how I phrased it, but basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see it fitting in very well with the, the rest of the Lower Deckers. That being said, yeah. you know, will she ever get... If she starts getting scenes more than Tendi and Rumford, what's happening here? Again, they're the, mm. supposed to be main cast members. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, him, I thought it's a, it's a fairly, you know, understandable and relatable story for him as well. So that whole, that whole side of the plot, that everything on the ring, I thought was very, very relatable and stuff like that. Light. Mm -hmm. Light is um, better. Light better. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, all it ends up being them doing, you know, if you break it down, really, they're just changing the batteries in the remote. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but like he's, but it's, you know, and it's annoying when, when there's a knack to something. Yeah. You know, when there's a trick to doing something and you've got a bunch of newbies and you don't necessarily have time to show them how to do it. You know, yeah. I've had that working in hospitality for years. And like, you know, sometimes you'll find yourself on shift with two new people mm. and they're all serving at the bar. And then suddenly both one of them turns around and says, do you know how to make an espresso martini? And the other one turns around and says, do you know how to make an amaretto spritz? Mm. And you just go, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll just do them. And then the next thing you know, you making... 50 fucking cocktails in the yeah. space of you know the half an hour um because is, you don't have like time to show them how to do it yeah you know 
and, and it, that's it what is a hard thing to learn it, like anytime you start having people under you or i just say training them mm. where you go i could do this in um 10 minutes but training them and then getting them to do it will take two hours and you're just yeah. like oh crap well it's time sensitive do i do it or do i train them and you're like eventually if you just do it all there's no point having people under you and you don't end up doing your job you end up doing theirs as well exactly you know the only way they're gonna learn like i always say the best way to do anything the best way to learn to do anything is to is to do it you know learn Mm. by doing is very much my ethos you know i have a new job now i'm out of hospitality i'm in customer service i work from home it's amazing this Mm -hmm. from here you know, look, wait, let me show you this. Let me show you this. Where is it? Ooh. He's he's going for that. Um, Hi. Dilf worth Hi. at home Hi. You through to customer service. How can I help? I, I am mean, here to help. You I'm lose those help. coolness points from before by um, talking like that, though. <laughs> but, like, you know. I was doing all, you know, my first like week or so, I was kind of just doing admin tasks. And then they were like, mm. yeah, we're probably going to, you know, we'll have you taking calls like at the end of next week. And I was like, I can start taking calls now. Yeah. I, I, like, I, can I just, have answered phones before. Yeah. I've answered phones. Like, I, I know the basic gist of, of what to do. You can listen in. Like, there's only so much I can learn from listening to you guys taking phone calls. Like, mm. you know. And people learn differently. So, some people do know. learn by watching, um, but you know, or some people learn by doing or writing it or listening to it. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to work to the people, learn to the people you're training. Um, yeah. It's how you got to do it, really. And that's what yeah, you see man. in this episode. You see the free ensigns going like, oh, you know, oh, we didn't get it. Can we do one sort of thing? Um, mm mm-hmm. And yeah, he yeah. just doesn't let him do it's, it. You know, it's the, uh, it, you know, the theme of this episode, you know, certainly to me anyway, seems to be like about delegation, about, mm. you know, the right tool for the right job, the right person for the right job. And, you know, being comfortable with, with delegating tasks. Yeah. You know, Freeman definitely should have delegated the computer stuff to the computer guy. Mm. Um Boimler shouldn't, you know, there's a bit where he says, like, you know, I was I was the same rank as them last week. You know, what 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 makes me worthy to, you know, what makes me what's the word to use? You know, why why should why why have I been elevated? I? Yeah. Yeah, why, you know Oh god, I can't talk. Um, you know why is it okay for me brain. to tell them what to do? And it's literally yeah. because you got promoted. Like, even if yeah. you didn't, like, that's the thing. Even if you didn't deserve the promotion, like, that's just how the chain of command works. Yeah. You know, just do and it. And Talin's very good with him, you know, um, gives him the pep talk or whatever. And then when the, the whole thing's about to explode and he's saying, you know, I'll, I'll do this. You guys go to the shuttle and protect yourselves. Um, the ensigns are like, oh, no, are you sure? And to Lynn's like, he's a he's a junior lieutenant. He gave you an order. You go, um, sort of yeah. thing. It's it's still Literally. respect the chain of command. Um, Absolutely. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was another get... um, funny thing in that another funny to Lynn one where in that pep talk where it's like, oh, you know, the the report said how good I was. It was like. They mention all your strengths and your failings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, very, very honest. Um, at length. Like, yeah. Um, but then obviously he does, he sacrifices himself and he dies. Um, mm. And and he sees the great koala. Yeah. In, in a purple room. A purple room and outside the window. Um, and I went back to listen to you know the shacks episode no i'm I'm glad you mentioned the outside the window because i meant to go back and look what was Mm. outside the window i couldn't see out the window because i was too busy looking at the floor because it has the same floor as the red room in twin peaks yeah and i was like 
it's de- it's definitely like a, a Twin Peaksy like but purple mm. room, isn't it? Um, but in the Shacks episode where he starts explaining to Rumford, you know how he came back from the dead, um, and we don't hear it all, but it kind of fades away when Rumford's like, <gasps> um, before it fades away, um, Shack starts talking about, and there's the Black Mountain. So that's the Black the Mountain. Black Mountain. Apparently, everyone sees when they die. <laughs> um, or the Dark Mountain, Yeah, the mountain, Black Mountain sorry. and the Koala. Yeah. And the Koala was... I think the Koala was talking backwards. Yeah, I haven't played it backwards to, to try no, and see. Uh, but yeah, Maybe I'll play it backwards uh, here, you know. See if it says anything. Yeah, see if it says anything. Maybe he's talking... Maybe he's just making Koala noises. They've just played mm. it backwards. Um, Who knows? But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed and that. I enjoyed. That. I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed the the reaction of Ransom, where it was like, ah, you know, you're an officer, you've had your first death, um, and being brought back to life. It's going to get much more dangerous from here, because that's you know, that's the Star Trek world where people die and just come back to life um, through stupid means. Yep. Uh, every other week, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was a fan of that as well. Yeah, and uh, should we shift on to the uh, boring B story? Sure. In my mind. So yeah, we've sure. got um, Mariner, uh, Tendy, Rowford, and they've been tasked by I don't know whatever his name was, a lieutenant, to scan every lieutenant ship five on the head. Ship. Yeah, l- lieutenant arsehole to scan every chip on the ship by hand. And, um, yeah, they start thinking it's hazing because why would it ever need to be done? And Why wouldn't it be need to be done? Why wouldn't yeah. it need to be done? Why wouldn't it need to be done? Why would it need to be done? Like, it's a ship system. Yeah, well, need to you need check know... stuff. Yeah, scan there's them like, all by hand. There's hundreds of people on that ship. They need to give them all fucking busy work. Yeah, you do need yeah, to give them presumably. busy work. But as they say, you know, it's kind of like ensign level busy work, really, where, you know, any any sort of idiot could do it. Ah, but they were important chips. So it's Lieutenant Junior grade busy, busy work. Yeah. And I suppose that although the premise of the show was lower deckers and now they're not necessarily lower deckers. They did make sure to mention last episode or whatever that they are the the lowest of the officer rank, you know. So, yeah, they're lower. They're still lower deckers. You know, people still don't really give a shit about them. No, no. Just because they're slightly higher than Kim, you know, doesn't yeah. mean doesn't mean anything else. Um, what was good in this? Um, I like oh, uh, the the room, the the area, the Indian friggin' Raiders of the Lost Ark style room of anomalies. Does yeah. every ship just have like artifacts Apparently. in them? Like, you wouldn't think storing them next to each other would be safe, you know? Well, no, but you know, apparently mm-hmm. it's totally fine to also store the Ark of the Covenant next to a fucking crystal skull. Yeah, so, yeah, they, you know what? What hijinks those got up to in the um, forty years that they were sitting next to each other and not doing anything? Uh, yeah, probably, probably um, something. But yeah, what what do we see in there? There's a, a weird batleth, a spider, um, the Spock fighting things from uh, Lurpers. Are they Lurpers? Lurper. Okay. Yeah. Uh, an M5 computer. And then we get into the um, things that they actually, you know, booby trap his room with eventually. So a Beta Z gift box from one of the shit episodes of TNG. Um, the Wati Chula game from Move Along Home DS9. Um, and the probe from The Inner Light um, yeah. as well. Yeah. Which I didn't get on my first watch. When no, I didn't. I didn't hits. get it until I didn't get it until the the um, the the Betazoid gift box got zapped yeah. by it, and it's like that's a fucking horrible prank. Yeah, 
Did I like, live a whole life you, in there? Like, like you think that he's hazing you, and he was. He was hazing yeah. them, uh, but he wasn't hazing them like by making them check the chips. He was hazing them by like giving them a fake sob story. Yeah, like he was and just setting, talking uh, bollocks. Lance a lot on them. Yeah, yeah, like, but like. Like cleaning chips or checking chips, whatever they were having to do, yeah. against making him live an entire life. Yeah. It's fucking. It's you know uh, a bit unbalanced. You know, he'd definitely have Somewhat. to see uh, Miggly Moo after that. Certainly, if yeah. he wasn't seeing him beforehand. Yes. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Um. Yeah, I I did like the idea of um the uh engineer has lancelot the uh, weasel rather than you know data having spots so ships are, are you know animal friendly apparently yeah um, yeah um like a, a fucking ferret weasel thing definitely yeah. a worse idea for a pet like because yeah a cat can get out wander around buy Have babies yeah. Somehow. Uh, a weasel thing. They chew on shit, don't they? Don't they? Don't they? Yeah. Don't they get into like tight spots and eat wires? Yeah. They are famously, um, you know, annoying pets to have. Uh, the kind of, you know, a cat will like rub up against your leg as well, and a weasel will just grab onto your leg and kind of like run around it. You know? Yeah. Like pains in the arse as they are. Um, so, yeah. Annoying pets. Um, um, I'd like a pet Moopsie. 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 I, I, I think I said it last week, but those, if I'm surprised if by the end of the season or by the start of next season, let's say, give them time because it's paramount, there aren't like stuffed versions of Moopsies you can get. Yeah. Um, like as kids' toys. Because they're cute Maybe. as hell. Maybe. Yeah. Don't well, forget, like, as we've said, you know, Paramount's merchandising is for shit. For Star True. Trek Day, they had a sale on StarTrek.com um, in the shop. And I looked through the shop, and there is fuck all. Um, there is yeah. fuck all on the shop. We're having a sale. There's a big sale. Come on down to There's, like, nothing sale. there. There's, like, some shirt. There's some T-shirts. And there's, like, pint glasses. Star yeah. Trek pint glasses. I still don't think they sell disco shirts, do they? Because mine mm. is like, um, uh, you know, third party. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, my I got one for I got one for my partner, and uh, yeah. it's third party. Yeah, ridiculous. The chance to print money, and they go like, "Nah, seems seems difficult." That you know, why would we? Yeah, uh, why would we ever want to do that? It sounds hard. Oh, I'll have to yeah. watch the show. I mean, plenty of podcasters managed to set up a Redbubble store. I don't know if we can be bothered doing that. <laughs> yeah, Eesh. fucking ridiculous. Um, so yeah, it's um, yeah, and it was good to see the uh, a bit of the uh, move along home game again. But you know, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's such lightly touched uh, because he's speed running it. It's, you know, it's uh, a bit of fan service for nothing, really. Yeah, but it's the, like, but it, like his face of like, Ugh, is the same yeah. as everyone's face because that episode is insufferable. Yeah, I don't mind it as a dumb episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of like all I had on the the B story because I thought the B story, you know, it's just not as good as the as the A. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to go through on the A's or the B's or anything? Um, you know, like like I say, it's it's no, not really. Um, no. Yeah. Are it's we going to do much to talk about? Yeah, are we doing a moral of the story? Yeah, I had for the moral of the story um, to have confidence in yourself and the people under you. 
Yeah. Um, what what did you have? You you talked Pretty about yours before, I think. Yeah, yeah, have confidence in yourself and the people around you. Um, and you know, the, the, you know, underlings are there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Learn to delegate, as you're yes. saying. Yes. Um. Uh, and and with computers and technology, uh, you know, don't just go poking around. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Mm. In in that case, then, shall we move on to the the very short track of the week? Yeah. Yes. Which is um, very short track episode two holiday party. Um. So yeah. It, funny funny yeah very I, funny I, I, right, preferred yeah. it to this week's episode of lower decks preferred it to last week's very short tracks yeah Isn't i definitely right? think this is a stronger very short tracks than last week yeah which man, was held I together like... by one joke um yeah man and yeah pratfalls or or misunder you know the yeah. the uh the classic uh vulcan gag of them not quite understanding something uh not yeah. quite understanding bloopers, what bloopers are. Mm. Uh, it had. We got Hemmer back. Guts. We got Hemmer. Yeah. We got we got Hemmer. We had there was intestines. Mm-hmm. That was the <laughs> bit I laughed, and the only bit I laughed on it was the intestines. Really. <laughs> um, a guy got hit in the nuts and yeah. shot himself. Yeah. A guy well, got hit it, they the said nose. he farted. They said he farted. Not well, he had shit space himself. diarrhea, so presumably he yeah. shouted. Maybe. Uh, and, uh, and when they <laughs> when they just played the the clip of the fucking Klingon cleave ship smashing yeah. into the Europa from fucking Discovery. Yeah. That was awesome. And just that that as well where. I don't know if they didn't get the rights to um, Michael Burnham, um, whatever her face is, Sonequa Market and Green and stuff like that, because it was pretty much just um, Saru, Random Officer, and um, Giorgio, wasn't it, really, on that mm. bridge? And yeah. Saru in the wrong costume. Saru looking like he should do um, 400, 500 years in the future. Well, I mean, it's it's low-budget um, 70s Star Trek animation, isn't it? So it's yeah. like, well, that's what we have the cells for. So yeah, that's what we'll use. And I found out as well, unfortunately, it's not Gazelle Automations that's doing it. Um, isn't it? Uh, no, that's, which is a shame. That's a shame. Yeah, um, but I I am loving the the overall like animation style. I like the you know the 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 intro, the Star Trek intro that they yeah. do. Um, that does look great. I forgot it, to mention that. It looks kind of janky week. and naff. Like it looks great. That, yeah. That whole yeah, love it. Yeah, big big fan, big fan of the intro. Uh, big fan of the guts. Um, I like the idea that Topring is constantly breaking up with Spock, and he's you know. Just like, ha, look at it's self-deprecating, ha. <laughs> like, well, yeah, man, he's, he, you know, he went through, you know, classic comedy staples, self-deprecating humor, mm. trap falls, um, and the, you know, the classic, like, it's funny because normally he has legs. And, yeah. uh, like, that's, you know, that's comedy. When the absurd meets the real yeah and that, that, that's why the organs got me so much because how absurd it was that a guy just gets transported then falls onto the pad without his legs and his organs spill out awesome um, yeah so yeah I, I i did like that bit um so yeah i i thought it was you know i i I haven't loved either of them, but I think this is definitely the better one by far. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm definitely, I'm still looking forward to all of them. Uh, I think yeah. it's what six we've got. So we've got another um, four weeks of these, uh, yep. which is, you know, all good. Nice. Nice. Can't remember what the other ones were. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. I'm mostly looking forward to the Lower Decks one, really, which I think is episode four. Yeah. The, uh, it's four or five, the one where it's holodex all the way down, I think it's called. 
holodecks mm. all the way down. Yeah, which awesome. it's to me it feels like an Inception or you know a you know the Rick and Morty where they're going through dreams yeah. as well. Well, you like know, you know what that. that that's that's a play on words of. Well, what is it? Um, turtles turtles all, all the way, way down. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so yeah, I know. So yeah, um, I think that's it for this week, though. Unless we have yeah. anything else. Nah. Okay then. Then it's um, up for us to to push our normal socials and and you know. Yeah, man. Rating. You know, imagine what I normally say: like, yeah. subscribe, um, Twitter insta whatever 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 yeah man um tiktok yeah it's all linked below yes and social uh, medias social media something yeah, man. that i hate um, and leave, I still leave a comment second. leave a yeah, comment yeah. um uh if if i think that if people start leaving comments we should start reading them out yeah um uh and um, if people leave abusive comments, we should we'll start read reading them out, them out and then mock you. We'll be abusive yeah. back. No, we'll we'll be probably not. We'll probably be like that's fair. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> this is. I hate you. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Fair <laughs> like... enough. I hate me too. A lot of the time, I've got a mirror here that you know I look at and go, "You bastard." Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah, there there are self abuse mirrors, you know. <laughs> um, well, all that said and done, as I say, you know, comment. Um, uh, live long and prosper, you motherfuckers. And peace and long life, double the masses. I'm a father. Father, I'm a girl. <laughs>